Welcome to the Business Health and Mindset Podcast. I'm Kate Geronimo. I'm a natural health and mindset practitioner dedicated to helping entrepreneurs, business owners and consultants build their health and mindset to become an unstoppable force in business. Health and mindset are intricately woven together and form the vital secret weapon you need to cultivate to succeed in business. Thank you for listening and let's dive into this episode. Hi, I'm Kate Geronimo and thank you for joining us on today's episode. I'm looking at why mindset is so important to women in business today and looking a little closer at what is mindset. I got into this uh, area of, um, and I kind of label it as, as health because it, it is intricately woven in with our health. We can't separate bits and pieces of us and not acknowledge that it makes up the total sum of us you know we are a a spirit being that lives in a body we have a physical body we're having an earthly experience we have a mind a soul a will emotions you know we have thoughts we have feelings we we have taste sight sound touch and we can't separate any of these things and believe that we can work on that just on its own medicine has been very good at focusing in on certain parts of the body and health to to uh, get even better at that you know highly specialized to be able to treat that that's all they focus on and there can be a, a beautiful marrying in of the physical health the mental and emotional health and the mindset because we're not taught this you know, when we women, we, we want to go into business, and anyone, but when we go into business, we don't suddenly have to go to school and learn how to take the best care of ourselves and how to work on our mindset. We're not taught that. So we go through with everything that we have learned from a child, which has a cumulative effect, a cumulative um, sum of building on everything that we have learned as a child from a little baby and it's built on it layer by layer by layer so that by really by you know the time that we are seven or eight we have formed the character the personality that we're going to have for life yet we can change that and we can change that when we learn more about our mindset you know an angry person can become a calmer person a more peaceful person A person who's highly anxious and fearful can become a calmer, more peaceful person. These people can get more out of life, they can get more out of their business by learning to be calmer, by learning to be happier people. And I'm just using that as a very, you know, it's a a tiny little uh, example, but we can learn to change. And this is very exciting for, for those of us that aspire to doing great things in the world that aspire to doing great things in our business and it doesn't matter whether it's a small business and you're only generating I don't know let's say 50,000 a year or you want to earn hundreds of thousands of dollars a year or millions we are still at the end of the day people in a physical body that has a brain and in that is a mind and we can change the brain structure by thinking and doing things differently and establishing new neural pathways and we can change the way we think and the way we feel and the way we behave and we can easily change habits 
when we know how. So I got into this because I I just found it so fascinating and you know my life has changed dramatically by working on my own mindset and you know I had a number of narcissists in my family that rendered me being a person that's very very different to who I am today and I'm grateful for the opportunities of being able to work on my, my own mindset and change how I think and feel. And I remember as a 16-year-old going off to work, I worked Thursday nights and Saturday mornings because back in the day, that's, you know, all the the shopping centers and big department stores were open Thursday night and Saturday morning for extended shopping hours. Now they're open till all, all hours. And I remember going off one day and it was a really windy day and my hair was kind of electrified and I had floating bits of hair, you know, it wasn't just blowing in the breeze it was floating and sticking out on its own and I felt mortified I was so embarrassed because I thought other people would make fun of me that had been my experience in my own family I had been made fun of for all kinds of things you know having crooked teeth and having freckles and you know being told as a child that I had a chip on my shoulder by my father I always thought he meant a chimp as in a chimpanzee and I used to get so upset because I didn't understand what it meant and I in fact I was only talking to my mum about this the other day and I said I used to get so upset thinking I don't have a chimp on my shoulder I didn't understand that my father was talking about something else you know I had a problem I had an issue I had a chip on my shoulder but we you know we can all think what we laugh about later when we get past that, you know, thoughts and feelings that we end up belittling ourselves and putting ourselves down as stupid, as thick. And, you know, I had the worst, the worst self-dialogue that used to go on inside. So I know for a fact that that working on our mindset, that helping ourselves to go from a person who is broken who is hurt who has trauma in the past we can heal from that and we can heal on an energetic level we can heal on a cellular level and we can heal our minds and we can learn to think differently and thus become different people I love I just love seeing people heal. I love seeing them change. I love seeing them become the person that they'd love to become. And we have to learn to love ourselves again. And it's very difficult if we're somebody that hates so much about ourselves. And today I can look on that with so much compassion and so much empathy I feel for other people that think poorly of themselves, that call themselves names, that blame themselves, that beat themselves up because I know what it feels like. It's a dreadful way to live and I want to offer you hope. There is so much hope for a beautiful life for you to experience, one where you truly value who you are and where you can honestly and openly say without any ego without any puffed up pride involved and you can say I love myself 
I love who I am because you see the value of who you are. Now, what is mindset? Mindset, really, in very simple terms, is the set of beliefs and attitudes that we have learned over the course of our life that shape our thoughts, actions, and ultimately our outcomes in any situation or experience in life. So our mind is split into the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and the non-conscious mind. And I'll work backwards just for for a little bit. The non-conscious mind is the, the deep spiritual values and meaning. It's the wisdom, the intelligence, and, and thoughts. And they're kind of embedded in a massive energy. We've come to know so much about the brain and the human body and how everything works, but there's still things that are a bit of a mystery. And neuroscience is is continually uncovering new things, which is so exciting. So we've, we've all heard more about the conscious mind. Now that takes in everything we experience in life while we're, we're awake, and it modifies any information coming in by sight, sound, other senses, and by using emotion, perceptions, and any similar memory to give that incoming information meaning. Now that incoming information, which has been given a meaning by the conscious mind, is then taken in by the subconscious mind to accept it. And the subconscious mind then applies directions, example, thought, behavior, reactions, responses, and so on. And the information that goes in from the conscious mind to the subconscious, it's not consciously thought about. So you're not there thinking about it, analyzing it, interpreting it. The information kind of flows in like from a computer um, and, 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 and a program works on it to bring a different outcome. But the, the, the information that goes in to the subconscious is how thought and behavior ends up becoming automatic or going on to on you know autopilot. And I'm sure you've sometimes been doing things around home or work or you know even driving or walking and you suddenly think, "Well, how did I get here?" <laughs> I've done that plenty of times, particularly on a on a long trip. Or you jump in the car and you start driving somewhere and all of a sudden you think, "Oh, I didn't want to go this way. I must have been on autopilot." It's, it's a common example used by many people because, you know, we've all done it. Often we can be reading a book, for example, and we know that we've read the information and taken it in, but then we stop and think, hang on, where did that last paragraph go? <laughs> and if you read it over again and you go, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got that. So the information is always going in from the conscious mind into the subconscious. And, you know, I used the the example before. It's like putting information into a computer. You ask it to come up with a result or actions that it should then carry out. You know, there's a program there to do it. That's the subconscious mind. And we're not even watching or reading the results. We let it do its thing. But it goes ahead and will spit out results and a way of doing things it's a bit like us with doing you know with habits sometimes we think god how did i how did i come up with that bad habit you know how how has this become a habit where i'm picking up my phone every 5 minutes to check for messages it's set up to ping 
and give me a, a notification and yet I'm here looking at it all the time where did that habit come from it's so simple you know we we've got to remember the subconscious mind is like a seven or eight year old it doesn't really have the ability to reason it just does things and so you put in enough information from the conscious mind things that you have picked up and learned and it goes into the subconscious mind and it then does its thing and stores that information away and it will form a habit very quickly so things become automatic why does the subconscious mind do that because when we are physically you know mentally emotionally working on changing habits doing things differently doing things a new way we can get really tired from from doing that we can find it quite exhausting think about learning a new job or, or doing something new learning some new hobby or, or, or um, you know having to think much harder about new concepts and put them into action it takes a lot of brain energy and the brain does not like that the subconscious brain does not like that it needs to conserve as much energy as possible so that the automatic functions in the body that it takes care of like respiration the heart pumping getting blood moving around the body you know the muscles working well digestion happening properly all of the things all of the functions the chemical hundreds and hundreds of chemical functions within the body that go on the subconscious mind takes care of all of those and when we have to think and do things differently put new behaviors into action you know we're thinking about things we're learning about things it can be very tiring and the subconscious mind doesn't want us to do that that's why it gets us to do so many automatic behaviors think about how you do things when you cook a meal or, or probably more importantly you, you may stack the dishwasher a certain way or you wash up a certain way you've gotten into a habit of doing things a set way all the time perhaps you eat a meal a set way you might mix everything up together and eat it all in in one mushed up you know way or you might eat the meat first or eat the vegetables first or when you go fishing or running you know there's so many things that we do take a moment and and even if you stop this and just think about it and then come back to the recording you can think about what do you do that's on autopilot that you don't even have to think about doing you know the big ones are driving doing exercise doing you know domestic chores around home etc we don't think about doing it we just go ahead and do it and so the subconscious mind is so involved in what we do it contains all of our memories anything that you have ever done thought said felt all thoughts feelings experiences all reactions habits opinions behaviors responses and so on and so on it never sleeps because it is always in control of all of the metabolic functions within the body you know breathing digestion the heart beating etc the the subconscious mind is the creator of all our circumstances and experiences it's not actually part of any self-awareness yet it's where the creative power of the mind is 
And whilst we're learning things consciously, we're doing things sometimes consciously, like we're with other people and we're communicating, etc. There is so much subconscious behavior that comes into it that is automatic. Now, the, the conscious mind directs it, the, the subconscious mind that is, directs it by suggestions to create a result. That is, thoughts, behaviors, the reactions, the responses, etc., to form a pattern of behavior. And it does that without any judgment or personal evalu- evaluation of the mental image or the message that is sent to it. The subconscious mind does not judge and there's no personal evaluation. It just takes in information and stores it. It's like having a massive filing cabinet or, you know, a computer full of all these all these memories and things and, and it's the, the driver of the computer and just boom, it brings up memories. You know, all of a sudden you can be doing something and a memory pops up and you can suddenly be right in that memory, feeling all the feels. You can probably even smell the smells sometimes, hear the sounds. It's why memories can be so vivid and why they can be so harmful and why we do need to deal with those. You know, they can't be just gotten rid of in a moment. You can learn a new habit and replace one for a better habit. But the old habit that you have replaced is still there and is still functioning and it can be re-engaged at any point. We just have to make our new habit more powerful, even more pleasurable, more rewarding than the old habit. This is a huge subject and it's so important. I just wanted to lay some groundwork. It's so important for us to understand. We've got to get our thinking to change and we've got to do it. But if you understand some of the basic principles, then it makes it so much easier to work on the how and how do I do it and how do I actually change. If we don't understand the how, for some of us, it can make it so much harder to change and to think differently and therefore behave differently, etc. I try not to keep these um, these sessions or these uh, episodes going too long. I think it's important for us to have bite-sized chunks that we can look at. So I'm going to end it here now and we're going to make a part two of of this mindset so that we can continue on and learn a little bit more about some of those foundations. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you on part two of What is Mindset? I'm Kate Geronimo. Thank you so much for joining today. Do me a, uh, a favor too, if you can, before you go, is uh, you know click any like button or follow button and that will really help me as well. Get the word out to other people who desperately, everybody desperately needs this information. Thank you so much. I'll see you on the next episode.